Hey Vikings, I'm Riley Dominey with the BHS Norseman newspaper, and I am here with our teacher, Mr. Garrett Hines. Thank you for being with us today. My pleasure. Um, so when did you know you wanted to pursue a career in art? <laughs> um, when nothing else worked. So I did a lot of different things before I got into art and education. Uh, I mean, I've always, I've always made art. I mean, I've been drawing since I was a little bitty, but I, man, I think in college I changed my majors probably seven or eight times. And when none of those worked, I got out of college, worked in the real world for a little while, did not like it at all, went back and got my teaching degree so I could teach art. Um, where did you go to college and what was your major? I went to Abilene Christian University out in uh, West Texas. Before I did that, I went to Oklahoma Christian on a track and field scholarship and uh, got injured my freshman year and had to retire early, unfortunately. But I got a degree in what's called interdisciplinary studies, meaning I took a lot of classes that didn't connect to each other and didn't really have much purpose. But I finally took enough credit hours my senior year plus two victory laps uh, that's what you call it when you have to go along in college. You take victory laps. And that's when I got my art credentials so that I could teach art. Um, what was the most challenging class in college dealing with art and why? Oh, man. Um, probably ceramics because I didn't like the professor at all. I had a professor. He came in and I was working on a piece. And I don't even remember what it was anymore. And Clay's really hard to work with to begin with. And he just walked up and was like, that's not very good. And then walked off. And I went home and I told my wife, because we were married at the time, we got married super early. And I told my wife, I was like, I'm going to punch this professor in his mouth with a truck. And I don't know if that's appropriate to say on the on the podcast, but we're going to go with it. Because that's what made it so hard. I, just, I didn't have a very good professor. Um, I know you taught Art 1 in previous years. Um, how did that help you prepare for teaching higher level classes now? Man, you, you, um, so, you know, with advanced courses in a high school program, you have to have a program that's built on something. And for a long time, I taught art one and was kind of the foundational teacher for the advanced courses that the other teachers were teaching. And what it helped me to know was what my kids needed in the beginning. And so now as an advanced course teacher, I know what I should be getting from students in advanced classes. And it allows me to work with our other art teachers on, hey, I'm, you know, I've got kids that are struggling in this area. Maybe we need to change up the curriculum or add different things to help students in, in these particular areas. So a lot of it was laying the found work, foundational work for what I'm doing now. How would you describe your teaching style and how would you say it's unique? Oh, gosh. Um, I, man, I'm going to copy from a legend and this, it's going to be fine. I have kind of a Bruce Lee method of teaching. Um, there's a great moment in the movie Enter the Dragon, which shouldn't be watched unless you're over 18. Um, but it's a great movie. And there's a scene where Bruce Lee's talking to a master and he says, I have no style. I, when my enemy expands, I contract. And when I contract, I expand. And so I try and do that in my classroom because what I find a lot of times is if you push kids when they're trying to push you, it only ends up causing frustration. But at the same time, if you withdraw when your student withdraws, then you both lose. 
And so what I try to do in the classroom is one, build relationships. I want to know my kids. I want to know what's going on in their world because the more I know them, the better I can help them learn. And then I try to be the kind of teacher where um, I use the term loving immovability because I have a set of standards and some expectations in my classroom and those will never change, but I will help you through that as lovingly and with a smile as possible. Um, What is the most difficult part of teaching art? It takes a lot of creativity. And as an artist, I use a lot of my creativity to help my students be creative. And so at the end of the day, when I want to go home and work on my own personal work, that can be challenging because I've used a lot of the creative energy that I had for the day. And so a lot of times it's hard to go home and be like, okay, well, I just spent eight hours helping kids learn how to be creative. Now I'm going to sit down for another couple of hours and, and be creative myself. And sometimes that's really challenging. What is the most rewarding part of teaching art? Oh, man. Um, Getting to see my kids reach advanced level. So it's a unique opportunity this year. The seniors that are in my classes, I taught as eighth graders. And so now I'm getting to see the full spectrum of work because they took my class for Art 1 credit. And now they're in advanced placement courses or they're in art three or art four. And I'm getting to see the full spectrum of everything that they've done to get to where they are. And so that's super rewarding because you get to see your kids take what you taught them and turn it into their own work. And that's, that's really fun. Okay. Who inspires you creatively? Yeah, that is a tough word. I am inspired golly man um all kinds of different people because for me a lot of my creativity comes not even so much from looking at other artists but from looking at people who are talking about the things going on in the world around us so um you know people like jordan peterson or ryan holiday that are really looking at how do we do life to the best of our ability um and at the same time i look at people like Maybe it's, it might be super cheesy, but I love Bob Ross. I mean, just the mellow nature and the way that that guy can sit down and create works of art and just make it look so much fun and so peaceful. So, uh, you know, in my classroom, we have Bob Ross Fridays and we watch Bob Ross while we make art, which I think is super cool. And then other people like uh, Scott Naismith, he's, a, he's an Irish abstract painter out there in the world uh who is making absolutely gorgeous work a lot of i actually learned a lot about color theory from him um other people like andy j miller who uh, on instagram is andy j pizza is a uh, an artist but also helps artists on the business side of things i love his work and some of you know some of the masters like you look at michelangelo or um jackson pollock some of those you know, looking at art from all kind of different, all kinds of different areas has been what is what is inspiring me. What advice would you give a student wanting to get better with their art skills? Man, make stuff all the time. Sit down uh, and make. And I, I have a saying in my studio that I wrote on this little card that uh, is right at eye level in my studio. And, and it simply says five minutes is better than no minutes. Because sitting down, even for a few minutes to make something or to work on a piece or work on a project is 
better than not doing anything at all. And, and so experience, wisdom, knowledge, all those things come from doing. So like you can read all the books and you can watch all the YouTube videos, but eventually you have to sit down and put a paintbrush in your hand or a pencil or a chalk stick or something and you have to make stuff. So if you want to grow in your artistic abilities and your creative thinking, make time every day, sit down and make something. What do you hope your students leave your classroom with at the end of this year? I hope they leave knowing how to be better humans. You know, the the reality for me is I've been teaching now. This is my 14th year. And in 14 years, I think I've had three kids go to college to specifically study art. Now, I've had lots of kids go to college, but to specifically study art, I think I've had two or three. And what I recognize is that most of my kids aren't going to go out and become artists. So my goal isn't to create a bunch of artists in the classroom. My goal is to help my kids be better humans. And that's through challenging them on, you know, I've got a lot of kids that come to class and I'm like, well, I don't, I don't really feel like doing stuff. And so I'll, I'll ask them, I'm like, well, eventually you're going to have a job, right? And you're going to really like that job. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm really going to like that job. Okay, cool, cool. So when you have that really cool job that you like, there's going to be things you don't like, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so if you spend the next four years in high school only doing the things that you feel like doing, we call that a habit, right? The things we do repeatedly, right? Yeah, yeah, that's a, okay, yeah, that's a habit. All right, so now you've gone in, you've gotten this super cool job that you really love, but you spent four years building a habit of only doing the things you want to do. And then in that really cool job that you like, there's things you're not going to like, and so you're not going to do them. And then what's going to happen? I'm going to get fired. That's exactly right. So how about you just push through and do the thing you don't want to, because that's going to help you build a habit of being a better human, yeah okay all right see there we go so that for me that really is the goal I'm, I'm trying to help my kids be better humans okay and what are your hobbies outside of art oh gosh um so <laughs> one of the things i do for the district is i work with our new teachers and i'm always talking to my new teachers about hobbies because you gotta have stuff that you do outside of school that makes you feel good about being a human right like that's the whole purpose of hobbies is to do fun things um, I won't count raising my children as a hobby because that's a full-time job, but if it wasn't, it would be a hobby. Um, man, I, we have a phenomenal garden in our house, so I do a lot of gardening. I like to grow things. I like to grow things I can eat. Um, I do some wood carving. I do yo-yo tricks. Uh, I played guitar for a while. I write poetry. Um, I do cycling. I used to do triathlon for a while, but kind of hurt my feet, so I don't get to do that as much. Um, weight training is a big deal. I do that a lot. I'm in the gym usually three three times a week, and I do mobility stuff another three days a week, some yoga. Um, I used to tell people I have a lot of hobbies. Just That's what keeps me sane, so it keeps me functioning. Okay, well, Mr. Hines, thank you for taking the time to speak with us today and allow all of us to get to know you, know a little bit more about you. Yeah, my pleasure, Riley. Thank you. Vikings, watch for a more in-depth newspaper article in the Norseman about Mr. Hines coming soon. We will also continue to do podcasts with students and teachers throughout the year to highlight the amazing things going on at BHS.